everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get that on recording? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Backstreet's back. back. All right. Hashtag Look out, Backstreet Boys. Make memories. <laughs> I mean, out. they set the bar really low. We could be an easy improvement. <gasps> Stop. No. Yeah. Oh Wait a God. minute. Are what we just bro- now no, learning what no, sides no, of the no, fence no. of this I are was on? on both sides of the fence. Uh, Megan I, and I no. liked plus one. Stop. Oh, yeah. Those oh, religious yeah, people. Um, well, I started off young. I was with the Backstreet Boys, and then when I got a little older, I switched it over to the NSYNC people. I saw them in concert. True story. <laughs> I had the puppet doll. Bitch. I liked Soundgarden. <coughs> Soundgarden. Is that anything like Savage Garden or no? A Savage Garden. That's what I meant. Oh. <laughs> Savage Garden. Savage okay. Garden. Yeah, they're really kind of good. Yeah, they really and are. And a really generic <coughs> love song, or like too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. God, too much. But it's good. Like, it's good. It it's made fucking good. A lot of weddings in the '90s, very happy. Right. I, I knew I loved you before I met you. I think I dreamed you here tonight. I knew I loved you before I met you. I have been waiting all my life. We just all stopped. Doesn't so you it have just that moment, you make know? you yeah. want to? I was just them. like. <laughs> and you did that. I was just taking it in. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, we already feel inadequate as human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. You're magnificent. Okay, so I was in the car the other day and I listened to Ed Sheeran's uh, acoustic version of Perfect. Yo. Why did I start crying? Like, I could picture me at my fucking wedding. And I said, what the fuck is wrong with me? As I was driving down the road. I I want you to sing that, like, acoustic version. Oh, I would love to. Please. Yeah. Megan doesn't want it at the wedding, but I do. Well, can can Aaron still like acoustic acoustically sing it for us? <sighs> so something really cool that the Tide Pod generation in Evansville is doing right now. Stop. Those Gen Zers um, are stepping up their game because there is something happening right now, actually, called the Rainbow Jacket Project. Oh, what's oh. that? And okay, this is going in a better direction. Yeah. Teenagers. For a school project, decided they were going to do a clothing bank for trans and (gasps) get the fuck out of here. That is so cool. Yeah, so it's where like you can donate your old binders and clothing, just general clothing, so that so that trans youth, like you know, who don't have the funds or whatever, can you know go and and feel themselves. Um, it's really a beautiful thing. That's and awesome. This is being done by Gen Zers. 
Go I'm Gen sorry. Z. There yeah. may be hope for the pods. ones Let's that survive say. Tide Pods after all. Let's just say they're not doing it. They're not all doing it, but there's a there's stupid people who see it and do it on fucking YouTube. I know, yeah. and the but media not blows all it up. But still, there's people a small percentage of them. Eight hundred people is still a lot of people <laughs> with brains to believe. Somehow got to that age and said, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." That takes life. So, fun thing. I I was really excited to see that. That's really cool. Yeah, and I thought about going today, but everything in my life is just so crazy right now. I don't know where my mom's gonna be by like four o'clock. So, do they not know if they're moving her today? Yeah, no. The surgery was supposed to come yesterday, mm. and he never did. What? Never showed up. But yeah. now it's Saturday, so it's it may not be Monday. until Monday. Might not be. It might be today. Surgery might show up and. Fingers crossed. So, yeah. yeah, things are not going real well at DMS. The room got up to like eighty-one degrees. Yeah, it was hot when I was over there. So yeah, so um, Dad finally called, and when the maintenance like called them again, like he said, he told like twelve people, and so when the maintenance finally did come, he was like, "You guys must have a lot of backed-up orders or whatever." He's like, "Well, actually, we just got this order today, and that was yesterday." And they've been in for like they've been in for a week mm-hmm. today. So yeah, it's there's some bullshit happening. Um, mom called for toileting, and they took so long that she shat herself. Um, one of the techs didn't even know she had back surgery. Oh my god! Like it's just been an absolute train wreck. You guys need to see them and get a check. Yeah. Well, I told them, I said, you know, you need to write down everything that happened. And I will be more than happy to draft a letter. And let them know, like, hey, you either make this right or we'll take you somewhere to make it right. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of shit. And that infection, you know, staph infection, she 100% could have gotten from, like, feces being in the incision or whatever. So... Anyway, that's awful. Yeah. She was like, I don't even treat my animals as bad. <laughs> of course, you know, she's really dramatic, so. <laughs> I understand. What? what? Belinda? No. That's kind of a good segue because my mom's one of those people that's like, you know, if life's not worth living, I don't want to live it. Mm. And um, she's so afraid of becoming like an invalid for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Last night, she was having some serious, like, is it even worth it feelings. And, like, it's so hard to know what to say to someone whenever, you know. I mean, before she went in the hospital, she was just screaming at me, like, I just want to leave this world. I just want to die and stuff. And, like, you just you never really know what to say. And so, like, my answer is always comedy. I don't know if you've met me before. Once but I have. <laughs> But my answer is always, hey, let's lighten the room up a little bit, you know. And yeah. then, I mean, I think that sometimes definitely helps. It depends on who it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what works for everyone. That is definitely what works for our family. Like, that is how we cope, is by joking around and laughing about things. Because she, she's, like, wanting to give up on therapy because it hurts too bad. And just It's just, it's a lot for her right now. And she's just like, I just, I just want to give up. 
I said, listen, bitch, if you motherfucking give up, I'm motherfucking kill you myself. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. being all like that. And she laughed, you know, and, and, and she was like, you know, you're, you know, you're right. I'm, um, I'm going to try my best and stuff like that. And because for some reason she is very easily diffused with humor, but not everyone is. I don't yeah. know. What's something that works for you guys? Well, I don't know if you guys have met me before, but I take everything very seriously. Very seriously. LOL. Uh, <laughs> laughing about it. That's a like, or like just making. I have a really dry sense of humor, and it comes off kind of bitchy. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it comes off weird to people who don't know me well. Um, but I just I make comments about it and laugh about it. Yeah, Bree, <coughs> how do you deal with things? I don't. <laughs> I I don't know. I just I cried out. And self denial, and usually more crying. Sometimes I'll try to talk to somebody, but mostly it's just I—I I literally just cry until I've had to pick myself up off the floor and straighten your tiara because you a queen. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, yeah, literally, like yeah. that's what I try to think about, and just I—I I just have to talk to myself. Me and Brianna made a pact too because we realized we're the same type of crazy. The super fun, put a straight jacket on kind of crazy. And uh, so <laughs> we made the cycle. <laughs> so we decided that uh, whenever we are having those moments of <sighs> hella crazy, that we will text each other. That was mm. good. Mm. That was very good. Yeah. We'll see if it works. I don't know. <laughs> whenever you're, whenever you're crazy, like you don't give you a don't, shit. Yeah, no. Tunnel you don't want to tell anybody. You don't want to tell. Vision. Yeah. Worth a shot. Yep. Mm. I will tunnel, and everybody is an enemy. Like I don't care who you are. It's yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Everyone like, has an agenda. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's the voices. And. I mean, I can I can see that evidenced a lot more because I'm an observer of other people and like I'd rather not look at me because. But you're that. handsome as hell. Um. Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome, man. Um. But, so I've observed that a lot in like, you know, certain people in my family. Um. How like when they are upset, or when they have like you know misgivings or whatever, and they definitely like project those things onto other people, like an accident will happen and oh they did that on purpose this has been a scheme from the beginning yeah you know <laughs> that kind of attitude and <laughs> it's really hard to like reason with someone once they're in that state of mind like you really can't <laughs> yeah you know you kind of have to let them kind of work it out it feels like i don't know about you Bree, but for me like it feels like my like half of my brain turns off like it it becomes like really i always refer to it as like scribbly like staticky and it's like the only part of it that is working is like this oh god describing this is gonna make me sound so no it's not it's weird. probably gonna help someone you know what i mean like they're not gonna know how to describe it either and it might it might help them well they don't know where my new apartment is so they can't come take me away to the psych ward so <laughs> all right <coughs> so it's like this like mumbly like really prominent kind of trail of thought going like you know on news channels that little the ticket ticker. banner ticker. the ticketer yeah. that's what it feels like but like i can hear it but it's not making any noise but i can hear it 
for some reason and it's like a mumbly sound and it's just like that is all that's in my brain like yeah. everything else shuts off yeah mine all like may try to i feel like it's it's my own voice really but it's like when that happens i hear my voice telling me like we have to do something to like release how we feel right now mm -hmm. and and that for me was always to drink or to um mostly it was just to self-harm and it, i could just i can hear my own self saying like well we need to like we need to do something so that you know we feel it on the outside instead of on the inside again and it's like you know you just want to cut yourself to shreds you know and i and it's even harder sometimes to try to not listen to that voice yeah for me like i black out i don't really like black out black out but it's like i just lose control like and i need some kind of sensory input and so I'll, you know, punch myself in the face or the head. And um, I just I just need some kind of sensory or like I'll squeeze myself really hard. Like I need like deep pressure on my joints or something like I just I want to be like pressed. I want to get like giant mammogram machine and put my entire self in there and just get smashed. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's what I want to happen. I just want to be smashed and. I'll, you know, it, that even when I get, like, anxious or whatever, like, that's what I need. I just need that, like, sensory input. And, um, like, earlier, you know, when I was, like, really that's heightened and not okay. Yeah, <coughs> I was doing this a lot. And I was having Amanda, like, push on my, the heel on my hand so I could feel the pressure in my wrist and elbow. Because I would lock my elbow and just have her push. And that, like, it just relieved a lot of, it just, I don't know, it's like a, it's like a release. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it, that's kind of become my replacement behavior for self-harm and things like that. Like, instead of punching myself in the face, give me that deep pressure and I'll calm down. Just, I don't know, I'm weird. No, not <laughs> at all. Um, but, like, whenever, on the opposite end of that, you know, besides, like, the anxiety and, and depression, like, if I'm in a state of mind where, you know, low self-esteem is not even the word for it. It's like, I don't even know what the word for it is. Like, when you get trapped in that cycle of negative self-talk mm. and you're just, like, stuck there. Yeah. And it's cyclical. And that ticker tape keeps playing the same thing over again. And, uh, you know, there's, like, literally nothing I can do. And I just go numb. Like, I just shut down and stop because I'm afraid of what my brain will say. And so I just shut down. And pretty much the only thing that can, I don't even know, like, the only thing that can really pull me out of that is time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I hope I survive through it. That's kind of. Time is also a really big one. Yeah. Like, yeah. give me a day or two. Mm -hmm. And as long as I survive that day or two, I'll be okay. Yeah. And then literally I'll be like my brain will reset itself. But it's like like why did I feel like that? I don't know. Like yeah. that's what yeah. my head. And like is. regardless of cuz you know when whenever you're whenever you're having like a, a normal day, whatever that means. <laughs> um neurotypical. Right, yeah. Whenever you're having a typical day, um in your life's good. Like life life's fine. Every obstacle seems like it has a solution. Yeah. Um, there's nothing you can't overcome, you know, like, uh, even if we fall tomorrow, we'll get back up and it'll be okay, you know, 
And then when that shit happens and everything, not I mean, it could be triggered by the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, God, what was it the other day? I had a really bad episode because, oh, I didn't buy the kind of frozen pizza that Amanda liked. Oh. Yeah. Because she likes crispy bottom, and I bought her deep dish. And mm-hmm. deep dish is not crispy on the bottom. And she was fine. Like, she didn't care. Mm-hmm. It was not that big of a deal. But when I realized what I had done, I was not okay. <laughs> and it makes no sense. Absolutely zero sense. It makes nonsense. But that was the thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh, my God, I'm a worthless piece of shit. It's so stupid, right? Mm-mm. Whenever that happens, you start thinking about like all the quote perfect things that she's ever done. For oh you yeah, absolutely. And how she's done everything I'm right. Like you're just and so you're so good to me, and I can never measure up to that. Exactly. And I don't deserve you, and exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And so like every single mistake you make is is you being less of a partner, less yeah. of a yeah, yeah. And that's not Hashtag relatable. That is not her fault. No, like she hasn't said anything like mm-hmm. in fact she's like um you're dumb <laughs> like that is not what's happening like at all and she's been very you know like she's very supportive and things you know um when that does happen and i know it frustrates her but she doesn't show it yeah in the in the moment later she's like oh my god <laughs> but like in the moment she's not you know she doesn't judge me at all and she lets me talk things out, and she's just very supportive That's and very good. good. Yeah. That's yeah. why you two are each other's lobster. Yes, she's my lobster. Yeah. I love it. That's very good. Your lobster is blowing O's. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's more of a shrimp scampi. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no, that's better can we please me. go no. to Red Lobster? <laughs> I know. That, that can we to please me? go? <laughs> We've been using this lobster analogy. As, as okay. much as I, I like the main lobster tail, like the thing for me is shrimp scampi. So that's why she's more of the shrimp scampi. Oh, <laughs> if I had to choose between lobster Ooh, and shrimp scampi, shrimp. it would be like <laughs> choosing which child to push off a cliff. Like, oh I God. don't know. <laughs> Coconut shrimp as well. With, the, okay. with that Malibu Bay like sauce, no, yeah, no. Oh well, then Those fuck you, Cash. I'll eat it. Like I it's know like that was a dramatic shrimp, reaction. It's like a shrimp dish awful. that's trying to be a dessert. I you can't. quit it and you quit it now because I, can't I love coconut, coconut shrimp. True talk. Fuck you both. Whenever those first came out, me what, and Jamie went. Good, thank you, sweetheart. Not coconut, no. She wanted to try. Th- I did not. There I'm like, there's no loose. way this ends well. <laughs> But she wanted to try them, so I ate one, and I could not finish eating it. There's a panther loose, y'all. He's on the table. <laughs> oh, my God. They were talking about the Avengers, like the second one. And Robert Downey Jr. doing an interview. It was literally cringe. It was so cringy. They chose to bring up his drug use again. Nice. Oh. Like, how <coughs> long ago was that? Okay, like, we've all made fucking mistakes. And Robert Downey Jr., has, <laughs> in my eyes, he can never make a mistake. <laughs> but... Like, we've all made mistakes, and, and he's back on top of the world. Like, for 10 years, he's been Iron Man. And then all of a sudden, like, you want to bring that up while he's, like, you know, doing PR for this movie. And he was he was done before the representative was. <laughs> like, oh, uh, done. <laughs> and the guy was like, I'm sorry. It was just one of my questions. Like, you could tell he really didn't mean to piss him off. But Yeah. But still, I, I'm sorry. I would have to take the shit from my manager. I wouldn't have asked that question. Right. 
especially somebody you look up to and then now the only memory <laughs> they have of you and you have of them <laughs> is that they were like fuck you basically that's so intense it is intense it was so cringy oh my god i hate to see him upset <laughs> <laughs> poor rdj <sighs> don't <laughs> don't don't <laughs> don't get me started please <laughs> If that man doesn't get to have a wedding, let me tell you something. Somebody <laughs> will be hurt, okay? You let Somebody. that man die in space, see what happens. Somebody once no, told no, me I've, the no, world I'm not done. gonna <laughs> I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years <laughs> stop coming and they don't stop coming. Duh. No, something uh, hit the ground running. Uh, but so make some about the wolves. I just wanted to, to tell the my joke, and I hit the ground running. <laughs> your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. Oh, that's Too later. Much that's later. Yeah. Whatever. I'm trying. Can I tell my joke? Yeah. No. Because it, it wasn't. I wasn't sad anymore. This was funny. This was on Sarah. Fucking Sarah. Okay, I hate her so much. She puts these memes that hit me really hard. Sarah who? Jackson. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. it's a friend of ours. Uh, <laughs> like She said it as though I'm supposed to oh, know I who thought Sarah maybe you is. Did. You know every fucking body, so who would I supposed to know? But uh, she put this meme on there. <laughs> had a picture of uh, Spider-Man at the top, and then had a picture of Star-Lord at the bottom. And it says, Mr. Stark said, at the bottom it says, another you idiot, Dr. Mr. Stark's dead. He's locked in my spaceship. <laughs> That's great. And I was, and I just put the, I put the gift. Oh up, my god! You know, like right after you realize everybody disappeared, and he was just like, <laughs> I put uh-huh, that on uh-huh. there, and she thought that was a stare. I was like, you hit me right in my soul, but I sung that <laughs> or rapped it uh, rather. Mr. Stark's dead. He's locked in my ship spaceship. That's good. I literally rapped it, but I laughed at the same time. I was really upset. <laughs> he literally is locked in my spaceship. Yeah, that's fabulous. You are fabulous. No. Uh-uh. That is not fabulous. Oh. Aaron's not fabulous? No, Aaron's fabulous. But That's what I said. Oh, okay. Why are you trying to fight with me today? Oh, I was I saying was your joke was fabulous. Oh, it was terrible, though. Welcome to my world. <laughs> this is the third time she has I don't, I don't always. And she gets so much sass. She's like, I didn't fight with you. I don't know. I don't always fight with you. But when I do, it's about absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You were fighting with me about something I wasn't even talking about. (laughs) Kara, why would you say that? You love me. And you stay. I don't got you locked up. Like, the door is open, but you stay. My mic cord. No. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm gonna take it. Oh shit, that's what I meant. But <laughs> whatever. You love is. me, and you stay because you love me, correct? <laughs> True or false? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't come. A- no, the point is because you were mean to me, and I didn't say anything to you first. What do you mean? I hate when she says that. This is the best day of my life. (laughs) What do you mean when I literally just said what I meant? (laughs) This is my most favorite conversation we've ever had. How many vitamins are you taking? What do you mean? (laughs) 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 They're right there. (laughs) Literally. 
How Literally many? no <laughs> hidden meaning. How how many pills are on the bed? Karen? How many? That's what? when you stop asking questions. How many what? Right there. Pills. <laughs> how many pills? Pills. That's like orange how pills. How many vitamins are you Lemon taking? Peels? What do you mean? That's when you stop asking questions and start saying, "Count your pills for me." Just what? like. <laughs> I can't like, think like just that. Tell, it tell. kills me. I'll just. <laughs> maybe she's. Maybe she's. The question she's trying to ask is, "Why do you ask?" Not, "What I do you really mean?" She wants to know, that, "Why Kara? do you ask?" Well, nobody knows. But instead of saying that, that, she's just like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> How many bags of chips did you get there, sweetheart? What do you mean? <laughs> what she means to say is, "Why are you asking?" <laughs> In that bag right there. How many fucking chips, Kara? Right there. No, I... No. Okay. Okay. But... (laughs) All right. I am on Brianna's side on this. Yeah, but because, like, if if she says something like a question that I don't fucking understand, like, you know, normal people, when they say, what do you mean? Right. What do you mean? And she's like, what do you mean? What do I mean? (laughs) just fucking say nonsense all the time okay that's fantastic i I understand i've got something else to say i want to she took the mic off the stand (laughs) i got something else i have a question i have a question for clarification okay so like whenever you ask a question she doesn't answer the question and then no. say what do you she just she'll just say says what do you mean? what do you mean <laughs> i would fucking trake you what do you mean no i, what do you I get mean? it and i, I get it like, what what do you mean what do i mean yeah. how many bags of chips do you got there Kara? <laughs> <laughs> no you should just start saying asinine shit like what do i mean i mean this guy is purple like something yeah. like really fucking <laughs> stupid god <laughs> Kara, that's what I'm going to need you to work on this week. <laughs> Is saying, why do you ask instead of what do you mean? <laughs> We're just answering the question. Answer the question and then find out why she asked. I have question. four bags of chips. If, if why so do you ask? I feel like those are such specific <laughs> examples. What do you mean? I just know that there was a fight over some chips one time. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is bringing up old shit. No, no, the, the one about the pills is true though. It's, I was giving examples. The ones about the vitamins <laughs> on the bag. Yeah, we, we know, know you were giving uh, examples based on a real story. The, 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 that that one was Inspired real. Inspired by true events. The vitamins. <laughs> yes. They were on the bed. I said, "How many do you have to take, honey? What do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about How me, and you don't have a microphone. Okay, so, I'll, so she'll have like four boxes. How many gushers you got there, baby? What do you mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, it's none of her. Gu- it's none of her fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like how I, I made a solution to the to that. You know. Yeah. Because literally, she thinks I'm gonna get fat, and then she's not gonna love me anymore. Oh God! Oh my God! <laughs> Well, let me tell you what she did, though. I said, don't look at the scale, baby. This was the first time, right? I said, baby, don't look at the scale. Oh, I don't think you... Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Megan, no, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did not. Oh, my God. To her defense, to her defense, I don't look... I don't look like what I I do on the scale. She was surprised 
Because well, it's because she's her. got muscles. She ra over here. But like, no, I. That's why I said. I know. Yeah, that's why I said to her defense, I don't look like the weight that I am. I'm I'm hiding it somewhere. There's a lot there. of somewhere. There's a lot of socially appropriate <laughs> things that you and your sister and brother have not learned. You exactly. have you've you've That's seen me I mean. naked. I know that, that it was not malicious <laughs> or hateful. What do you mean? You just <laughs> pick your moment. Yeah. You could have held that in and then been like. Yeah. I know what. I don't even. I know literally a good turned around. I was that. like. But I said that's why I said don't look because I know she was gonna like be surprised. Uh-huh. Like I'm hiding another person on me somewhere is what the scale says. Yeah. Oh, like those tall guys in the trench coats and it's actually two people. Yeah. Rihanna, you are beautiful and Stop I love it. you. And seriously, I've been obsessed with you since the moment I met you. She didn't uh, tell me about that. Obsessed. <laughs> How did you not know that? I didn't know. I felt obsession, and I do. I choose not to. I we obsessed you. about each other from afar. Yeah. Oh my God, we're the cutest. We became friends oh. on Facebook like the night we met, and yes. I stalked your Insta. No oh lie. Oh my God, I'm bitch. Like, this yes. Girl is so pretty, and she takes those beautiful photos. Oh. Like I can't stand I you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you take photos where you're looking away from the camera and stuff. <laughs> you're fucking so beautiful. You guys get out I was like, I, this girl. <laughs> you want to be my friend? I love you so much. You take those type of pictures, and you're just fucking like. I can't handle it. It's just because I'm dramatic. But go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and 22 are trying to leave. They're talking <laughs> shit about us. Is what's happening? <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you, Aaron. Fuck you, Shabby. Uh, we just baby. figured you guys needed some space with each other. Oh, <laughs> like no, no, no. We're just happy to know we both stopped can, each other. Can, time alone. Can two <laughs> beautiful, powerful women just enjoy each other? Yeah, absolutely. In a platonic way. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We're just going to give you the space to do There's that. a lot of gay at this table. I had so to add much that gay. disclaimer. <laughs> There's a lot. There, no homo. There is so much gay at this table. I don't know no who's homo. left. <laughs> I saw a Facebook thing. There was like a conversation between two guys. Yeah. And one dude said, you look good today, bro. No homo. and Or pro homo. Pro homo. And his friend said, pro homo. What does that mean? And he's Or no, God damn it. I'm telling it wrong. You're like Was the clownfish and finding. You know Nemo. what I'm talking about. Please say it. We can't hear you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other people can't hear you. No, no, stop. Um, we're having a fight. Um, I mean, <laughs> she just talked about. I want to hear this way. fucking joke. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> no, no, just tell me. Okay, so. Dude one says no homo, and dude two says he said it's 2019. David pro homo. We support the gays. I don't know. That was the joke. It it was not the way it was written at all. But it was the joke was that he was like pro homo because it's 2019 and we support the gays. Oh, that was (laughs) the whole joke. Okay, there it is. Instead of no homo. You guys remember that Vine? (laughs) Two bros chilling in a hot tub, five feet apart because they're not gay. Yes. Oh. And it was the guy was taking a video from the balcony of like a pool or <laughs> <laughs> the hot tub, and there was like <laughs> literally these two guys talking to each other from like opposite, opposite sides, sides of, the of the hot tub. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. He was like two pros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart because they're not gay. I love that. That's that lovely. One was great. This is the best vibe. There was like a series of three of them, like or two, two or three of them after that. That's hilarious. So, guys, about this podcast we do. Oh, yeah. 
So welcome to Psych. <laughs> We're rebirthing. The My name's Brianna, and uh, I'm Cash. You're on the Psych. <laughs> Do the Disney thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is Brianna, and you're watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, you can get a sparkly wand. I sent I you. I sent you that you picture, did. right? It was great. Of the lightning bolt of that Thor? was in the shape of a heart. Yeah. And it said, uh, "Hi, I'm Thor, and you're watching the Disney." Yeah. <laughs> It was so perfect. It was. How do you guys feel when people say, like, like when they're, like, joking around or whatever, like, on the interwebs? Somebody says something, you know, ridiculous, and then someone follows up with, OMG, that's so dumb, BRB, KMS. <laughs> what? What does all <laughs> that mean? <laughs> it means, oh, my God, I'll be right back killing myself. Oh, okay. Um yeah. I don't think it's funny, but I don't react to it, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, okay, the other thing did bother me, the whole 13 Reasons Why, and it was like it was like some post on Facebook, like, um, we're doing like 13 Reasons Why, and you give me a number, and I'll give you a tape, or, or, or give you yeah. a reason why you should. Make a comment, and I'll tell you tape or no tape. Danielle. Oh. Asher's Danielle. Yeah. Hi. She <laughs> was the first person I saw share that, and was I got she? into a brutal fight with her over yeah. it. Oh, my God, you did. I forgot I about that. I remember that. Because I had seen it on someone else's, and they were just younger, and I just assumed that they were stupid because they lived in Tennessee. Well, she's stupid because she lives in fucking <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> Fuck Jasper. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was really bad. So, I don't. if you guys remember the... The thirteen reasons why, where, um, it was a, I haven't someone, watched it yet, so no spoilers. Yeah, basically, but someone killed themselves. Yeah, and was it a girl or a guy? It was, a girl. It was a girl. Girl, girl killed herself, and left people tapes. tapes. Like, yeah, and it was the it was like thirteen people, right? Mm-hmm. And it was all the like people why, like who pushed her to that point. Yeah. And so she left them a tape, which I've never brought myself to see that. I don't want I to. Haven't seen I haven't it either. either. I don't Apparently think it's something great. that I can watch um, and feel okay. Um, Everybody keeps saying, like, it's great. It doesn't glorify suicide. It doesn't, like, if you're going to talk about suicide in a media form, like, that is not the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The anime we watched the other night, however. That was incredible. Yeah. How amazing did they do that with handling great. that subject? That was amazing. Insanely good. Um, but more on that later. Uh, 13 reasons why. So, and then someone posted a, a picture, like it was a meme that circulated, and it was like, um, 13 reasons why, comment below and I'll tell you tape or no tape, which mm-hmm. means I'll tell you whether or not you would be the reason to kill myself or not. And then in that in that case, why would they be on your friends list and be able to see this <laughs> if right. they're a reason? If they're <laughs> yeah, wow. because they're twelve and they like the drama. Yeah. I hate like when like people on like any any social media really is like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Like this person is like if they're like a they have a following, you know, or even people don't have a following and you don't even like them or whatever. Like people get on their the comments or you know get get in the fucking comments and want to be like behind the keyboard bullies and shit and like you know tell them you know you don't do anything for this world and like go kill yourself like i've seen that so many times it's like you know what that person does you know yeah Yeah. (coughs) because of the amount 
of times it's shown, you know, and then that that one that next one is the one that just does it. You know what? It's funny though. Um, I listen to this podcast called Conversations with People Who Hate Me, mm-hmm. and uh, Dylan Marin. I don't know if you guys remember him. He was, um, he's a a gay um, person of color who, um, I believe he's Hispanic, um, or at least Latino. I don't know. Anyway, um, he uh he had um he did this podcast where um he he did a lot of like like pro social justice um videos and people got on there and called him snowflake, called him a cuck, called him all these ridiculous things, and um you know um the f word that my wife doesn't like, so out of respect for her, I don't ever say it. Um. <coughs> All kinds of things. And somebody wrote on there, um, you know, you're a fucking snowflake or whatever. You should do us all a favor and go kill yourself. And so in his podcast, Conversations with People Who Hate Me, he reached out to people who left the most hideous comments on his social media. And um, he reached out to this person who was like, you know, not even 18, 19 years old really young and you know he says on there he's like I don't actually think these people hate me you know everyone has a reason to post what they do whatever whether it's just a troll or whether you know they have some self issues and so he reached out to this kid who wrote uh, go do us all a favor and go fucking kill yourself and he talked to him and he was like hey how you doing let's let's talk let's uh, you know hang out be friends whatever and so at first this kid was like, um, I don't want to talk to you. And then the more they talked and it was like they opened up to each other and, you know, talked from each other's perspectives. And he said, so tell me a little bit about yourself. And he's like, well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm in high school and I fucking hate it. <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh, really? Why? And he's like, well, I've been bullied since, you know, like junior high. And um, I have thought about killing myself multiple times because of these bullies. And so this kid who got on there and was like, do us all a favor and go kill yourself, was, you know, bullied like that in his school. And, yeah. you know, and that's what I thought was really important for for that type of podcast to happen. Because <coughs> you see who, like, there's a person behind the screen. Absolutely. That's what he said, yeah. And so, um, which I thought was a, a great, a great conversation to have, um, you know, especially in this crazy social media infested world, <laughs> you know, that there's a person who's saying those things and this person is fighting their own battles. Yeah. No, I agree. It's good for both ends mm. for the person writing the hateful things to see that the person he's writing them to, like he's a, he's a human being and vice versa. Because if we can start to take those comments for what they're worth, which is nothing, and realize that they're written just by hateful people, then perhaps, because there's no way we're going to stop bullying completely. You know, like, we can do all the awareness and campaigns and and teaching our kids how to better handle social situations, but we're never going to eradicate it. So we have to remember to take those words like like they're nothing, like what they are. Yeah, and that's not easy to do. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No. That's why it's important to develop good coping skills. Yeah. Um, you know, because really, the only thing we have control over 
is our reaction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as people who already are on the verge of insanity most of the time, um, it's important for us to develop coping skills that when things do come, we learn how to deflect. We learn how to, you know, stand on that edge and stay on that edge. Um, you know, whatever whatever that coping skills whatever that coping skill looks like, it's kind of like we're building a wall yeah. behind us mm-hmm. so that we don't fall off. And you know, it looks different for different people. Um, we actually at school um, we teach our kids. Um, like we give them like a list of coping skills and we mm-hmm. let them try them out and see what works best. That's why we have to go through a lot of those behaviors and, and a lot of the, um, you know, <laughs> just meltdowns that they have. Yeah. Because once when they go through them, those are the moments you can teach, like try deep breaths, try squeezing the stress ball, you know, try deep pressure, try what whatever the coping skill might be. And uh, it's important for adults, too. I think that that was a gap. Learning how to cope with things is a gap that our education system left. Because we can learn all the maths and sciences and Englishes and languages and spelling and, you know, geometry and shit. Fuck geometry. Um, what, What the teachers didn't teach us was how to cope with actual life and things that happen, you know. We don't learn That's how to true. cope. And people need to realize that, like, your environment, how you develop as a human being, that is so much of what makes you the human being that you are. Your brain only knows what it knows by its surroundings other than what is just inherent. But social social interactions, like, um, contexts and coping skills and learning how to deal with emotions, those aren't things that you know by birth. You have to be taught those things. Yeah. So if you're taught how to handle things very poorly mm. your whole life, that is how your brain has formed. Those are the yep. connections and the synapses and the axons and things yep. that make you who you are. And so you have to undo that. And it's so much harder to undo it because by the time it starts to become like an issue and you a lot of people never do anything about it and they just live their lives as horrible people doing horrible things or like good people doing horrible things. Coping poorly. Yes, coping poorly. Um, yeah, I forgot where I was going. Uh, but yeah. It's oh. possible for it to be rewritten. It, it is. It is because your brain is very, um, it's, it's called neuroplasticity. It's the ability of your brain and your neurons to rewire themselves and form new connections and learn new things. Like you can never stop learning ever. And you can learn how to cope with things better. Yeah. But people have to be patient yeah. and understanding whenever people don't. And just appreciate that they're trying. Yeah. If they're trying. If mm-hmm. yeah. if they're trying. If they're not trying, well, you're self created destruction, so bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I had to pay Okay, so on Wednesday, I go into the Broussard's office, and the lady there tells me that I have to pay them um, like 700 almost $800 a month to be able to continue going to USI. Yeah, so I would, I would just have to pay them like $300 within 48 hours. My monthly income is far less than what their monthly payment wanted to be, and I realized that I was screwed 
screwed, way screwed, because uh, they were going to drop me from all of my classes. And I wouldn't have been able to go back because I wouldn't have had the money to go back because this is where my brain went. Wouldn't have had the money to go back because I would be stuck here working a super shit job to make my life work and to try to pay them off would take years. Um, and then to continue paying for school would take years. And uh, it just felt like everything was gone. Like every because I the first time I remember being excited about college was in sixth grade. And they there was like a speaker thing. We had like a gathering and they talked to us about going to college and they gave us these little workbooks and stuff. And I remember reading through it and like doing these things and thinking like, God, I can't wait to go to college. And I knew that it was my way out and my way to be better and do better. And I want nothing more than to be nothing that I came from. So it was everything. So um, just the idea of having all of that taken away, just because I don't have a plan B. I am graduating from college, or as I kept saying that day, I'm going to um, hang myself or drown myself in the bathtub. Or my most favorite episode of Crazy I had Friday morning, D-Day morning, over this. Um, I had been drinking a couple things and I was so shitty and so depressed and so just like felt like the most empty I have felt since my grandmother died like it was so bad and I didn't think after she died that anything could really phase me because it pretty much doesn't anymore but like it it was on par with it and so I I started googling how many clonopins I would have to take to overdose because my theory was this is a good way to go out. I will go to sleep. My heart will stop beating. And that'll be that. And um, honest to God, the hardest decision I was making that day was whether it was going to be in the bathtub or in my bed. Because I love being in the bath probably more than anything. Um, but then people... I'm so fucking stupid. But then I was thinking like all that extra water is going to make my body heavier like it it's really morbid I should trigger warning huge trigger warning um but yeah and so I started googling I'm not going to tell you all what I found but I will say that I found it hysterical because even my whole bottle that I had would not have been enough to do anything except make me sleep for a little bit um because I'm prescribed clonopins twice a day um and i found it to be the most hilarious thing i could not stop laughing i could not stop fucking laughing i'm like of course of course like i don't know anybody else with clonopins i can't gather these things i don't know what to do um and so i just couldn't stop laughing about it and i texted aaron and I talked to Aaron a little bit, and then I dropped off because it's what I do. Um, B called me to make sure I was up for school, and I yelled at her. Bullshit. I yelled bullshit at her and told her <laughs> my discoverings. And then 22 called me to make sure I was up for school. B never calls me for school, so I don't know why she chose that morning, but okay. <laughs> um, but... 
22, I usually have her call me at 7.30 so that I get up because she's usually up or mm-hmm. just getting off work. Um, <clears throat> and so she called me. I said, hey, I'm up. And then I'm just like, do you want to hear something hilarious? And I told her. And then all she said was, cash, cash. And she got in her car. And I heard her get in her car. And I said, Shelby, go home. I am fine. I don't have the weapons at my disposal anyway. So I'm fine. This won't happen today. Whatever. And she was like, no, you're not fine. And stubborn ass talked to me like damn near the whole way to the house. And then she got there and just hung out with me and um, all three of us, me, her, and 24, went up to USI to meet her grandpa because he had said, like, he and her Uncle Todd knew what was going on because Shelby had told them, about 24 had told them. Um, and so he wants to meet us at the school. So we go up to the school and he talks to me for a little bit and then he gives me the $300 to pay them and like it my heart it just I don't know I couldn't put it into words it was amazing because it I had given up complete hope because I have attached so much of my identity to one day having a degree like if I don't have a degree then I am nothing as a human being and because of that because I wouldn't even tolerate contemplating about a plan B. Wait, no, I did. I'm going to go work at a factory because they make the most money. And I'm going to work for 40 years before my body completely gives out. Won't be able to retire and will be in poverty for the rest of my life. That was my plan B. And that's what I said all day. And um, it's scary because like that's a dramatization, but it's, it could very easily be real life around here if you get stuck here. It is for a lot of people, and it's sad, you know. Of course, we need people that work in factories, but, like, I don't know, just the whole dynamic of it, it's it's just really sad. Um, and I just, I've never wanted that for myself, ever. Um, and because, well, just because I made my degree. I made me my degree. Like, I am only the degree I'm getting and because of that I was super ready super ready I swear to god swear to god if that number had been like something low like 10 milligrams I would have been like bye bitches and it wasn't it's much higher than that don't try ever because because um it's not even that suicide passes the pain on to someone else because that's selfish not on you, on the person who is fucking saying that to you. Um, and it's it's not just in the the phrase, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Like, it's true, but I feel like it has a shitty connotation to it, you know? Like, like it's blaming the person yeah. who feels suicidal. Yeah. And you don't want to feel that way. No. Avoid like if a black hole could be in the pit of your stomach, that is what it feels like, and it feels or it sounds really dramatic, but that is the only way to describe it that I can think of. It's it's bad, but I have beautiful people in my life who wouldn't 
allow that to happen. And I'm really thankful because I am still here. And um, I learned that day that I am more than my degree. And that even if I never get my degree, which just stabs me in the heart to say, but even if I never get my degree, I'm still worth a person. I'm still a person worth being alive. Absolutely. I agree. I love you guys. I love me you too. too. <laughs> That was beautiful. Thank you. There are embraces and hand holdings being had. <laughs> it's amazing. Me and Aaron will do that randomly too. We'll just reach across <laughs> and hold each other's <laughs> hand whenever I mean, we have a moment. No, I'm. We've all been there in one way or another at some point in our lives. I don't mean like we all, as in the entirety of humanity, but anyone who's had those, you know. Yeah suicidal ideations and yeah so for some reason there are people that want to be around us and actually love us like uh, you know in a weird did they stop <laughs> I, I don't know i didn't trust for about six months i was like <laughs> i don't know okay um so that has been our episode yep about the exhilarating topic of suicide Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and cash thank you for telling us your story for yeah, sure definitely oh, you're amazing <laughs> thanks and so it was you. beautiful just like you okay. i'm nodding yeah <laughs> brown is like i realize yeah, like i yeah. just sound really silent all the time in our podcast because i know what i do because <laughs> you're very expressive <laughs> she is and it's usually beautiful. not with words just with like actions yeah hands. she she's trying to fight me like three or four <laughs> times a day with that face just that face <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i need to say things more often instead of <laughs> it's so much sass uh, so we're gonna get to something else now so yeah um i hope you all have a lovely day Yes. And send us all the emails. And if you do know someone who is either contemplating suicide or going through the the crazy spells, as I call them, and that Cash calls them as well, then um, episodes. don't be afraid to reach out to someone. Yeah. Someone you know who's not going to judge you or, you know, just, just reach out. There's always those numbers you can text to talk to someone. Yep. I'm not going to lie. They don't really help because they just say things. And uh, But if you find one that's really great, then fantastic. But just reach out to someone you know who is feeling that way or who has felt that way. And it helps a lot. And if you're not feeling that way, check on your people. Yes. Yep. Check, <coughs> check on those happy ones. Always, as, as weird always as that check is, on your people. But they're overly happy all the time. You know, sometimes they just could be holding it in. Please. Mm. If you feel like you have absolutely nobody to reach out to, email us. We will respond to you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. As soon as we can. Promise, promise. But at least get those thoughts out Gmail of your head. I got Gmail on my phone, so it dings Write them out. <laughs> I got it. My mail doesn't ding at me. Ring me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bree's got y'all. Me and Aaron are back up. Yeah. Just, uh, what, is the, what is the podcast email? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, <laughs> Brianna. It is psychedpodcast at gmail.com. P-S-Y-K-E-D. P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot Z-O-M. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. That is where you can reach us. Um, Quick movie recommendation because we were going to talk about it and then we didn't talk about it. But anyway, this is a movie called A Silent Voice. 
Yes. And not only does it deal with issues in the um, hearing impaired community, mm. but it also deals with issues like bullying mm. and suicide. And I think it'd be really cool if everyone would watch it. And it is, it's an anime. I know. But it's really good. Blah, blah, blah. There are great animes. Like, don't <laughs> there say, there oh, really anime. are. No, thank you. Yeah, 22 really. and I went, and neither of us are very particularly fond of anime. And we both love the movie. It yeah. was a great movie. So you should give it a shot. Check it out. Um, it's in theaters right now, and in theaters that do the Fathom events. Um, if. I believe you can probably get it on streaming on some anime streaming service. There are a ton of them. Um, <coughs> or you can always Prime probably has something they could download. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So you know, check it out. Uh, if not, you can always get on Amazon and and get the DVD. But you, I highly, highly recommend it. It's called A Silent Voice, and actually, the voice actor for the girl who um, is hard of hearing. Well, she's She's to- completely deaf. Uh, for that girl, she, um, the voice actor, uh, is hearing impaired, hmm. and so um, she, I, I can't remember. They did an interview with her. I can't remember if she said like she had like a cochlear implant, but she can hear somewhat now. Um, but like, um, you know, she was talking about how she had to adjust her voice, even though she had you know similar voice to the character. Um, she had to like make it to where it sounded like she was even more hard yeah. hearing. Oh. And yeah, it was she did an in- incredible job yeah, with she really the voice did. acting. It was just unbelievable. She really? captured the spirit of the character really well. And because, um, you know, she'd probably been through those same exact things. So I highly, highly recommend it. It's called A Silent Voice. Um, and it is in a Fathom Events Theater near you. And with that being said, bye. Um, laugh at your brain. Or it will laugh at you. Bye. Aaron. Yeah? seen before in this house that you have pudding (laughs) (laughs) yes you have pudding now (laughs) we should unless it has all been eaten i just bought some like three days ago so oh it hasn't yet